I lunge into shore and time just slows right down for a second. I can't really see exactly what's going on, but I can see blood, a lot of blood. Refreshingly honest, bold and brutally frank, this is Bareface Stories. There's nothing better than going to the beach on a nice day with your dog. I'm just there with Boris and I'm thinking, Boris, what have you done? What have we done? What have I done? Paul Ryan was just looking for some company after his breakup and thought taking the dogs he'd befriended to the beach would be a nice treat for himself and them. What it turned into was quite the opposite. Just a warning on this one, it does get quite graphic. You'll hear it soon. Before that story, another one from Old Young's head distiller and award-winning maker of handcrafted spirits, James Young. The manifesto on your website is wonderful. Do you know it off by heart? I couldn't do it um, word for word, but I can tell you. Yeah. Get dirty but stay clean. Um, Have one thing you're awesome at. Make something. Make something. (laughs) Um, Making babies counts, making money doesn't. I've had people say, I don't want to have babies. It's like, fine, make something else. Yeah. Anyone who gets that chance to make something loves it. Old Young's is in Perth's Swan Valley. It's interesting stories, it's intoxicating spirits. If you're listening with small kitties in the car or wherever you might be, just a warning on this one, block those little ears. It's kind of scary, this one. So there was this old bus depot uh, down near my old place and, um, and I used to go walk past there every now and then. There was a couple of big old dogs used to run around barking at pedestrians and uh, keeping the riffraff out at night. And the owner of the bus depot uh, introduced me to them one day and he said, oh, they're friendly old things. They won't hurt anybody. And he was right, they were. They were really friendly. Um, I'd just broken up with my girlfriend and, um, and they were my new companions. So I'd go past her every now and then. I'd give them a pat and a bit of a rub down. And, um, and, and uh, we formed a bit of a bond. And... Um, you know, they were pretty neglected and I felt pretty sorry for them. So one day, a Sunday morning, I thought, well, I'm going to uh, give these guys a little treat. So I went down there and I said, uh, dogs. Uh, I'd given them names because uh, I didn't know what their real names were. So their, their names were Boris and Boris's girlfriend. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, people, we are going to the beach, the dog beach. And they were all quite excited and... We all went on our way. So off we go, down to the beach, all quite excited. I'm not, I didn't grow up with dogs, so this was one of my first outings to the beach um, with my own two dogs. And we get down there and this, and this dog, like a dog man who probably did grow up with dogs, comes up to me. <laughs> and he says, What you got them on that leash for? <laughs> and I and they're they big staffies, are like staffy pit bull dogs, and and um and I said, well, I don't really know these dogs very well, so I thought I'd keep them on the leash so that I can keep an eye on them. Don't be ridiculous! You get them up for that leash and let them run around with all the other dogs. 
So I look around and there's dogs everywhere. There's hundreds of dogs everywhere. And it suddenly dawned on me. And they're all looking after themselves and they're all fine. And, and, and it's going to be fine. I'm, I'm being ridiculous. I was being silly. I don't need to keep them on the leash. This is just silly. So, and we're down here and they never get to run. So this is their one big chance to go and socialise and meet new dogs and stuff. So we, I let them off the leash. And off they go. And they're having a ball. And I'm seeing them having all this fun. And I'm just like, yes, this is awesome. I've given a breathed a bit of happiness into these dogs' lives. And so I go for a little swim. I, I head out into the, into the ocean and the two dogs follow me. And, um, and from out here I can see all these families on the beach. I can see dogs running around, people walking dogs, families. I noticed one family in particular. There was a grandpa and a dad and a little uh, two-year-old um, toddler girl playing in the sand with her toys. And Boris must have noticed something on the beach as well because we're all having a bit of fun, but then Boris just headed straight in to shore. And he was making a beeline right for that family. And a little shiver went down my spine. I thought, what's Boris going to do? He might go and annoy them a little bit or maybe beg for food. I'd better go and, um, I'd better go and just uh, follow him in. Quickly, So I start swimming after Boris and, uh, and Boris's girlfriend is right behind me, following me in. <laughs> and this wave obscures my vision for a moment and then it comes down and the gates of hell had opened up before me. <laughs> Boris had gone on the attack. The old man, Grandpa, was screaming at the top of his lungs. Um, the whole family was going totally hysterical and everybody's just whacking this dog and screaming. I lunge into shore and time just slows right down for a second. I, I can't really see exactly what's going on, but I can see blood, a lot of blood. And my heart, I'm freaking out. And I'm looking out, where's the little girl? I can't see her. And I run in and I grab Boris. And then Boris's girlfriend's right behind me and she comes up and I think, great, because they always hang out together and she's going to rock up and she's going to take him away and distract him and that's going to help the situation. But she doesn't. She, she follows his lead and she starts attacking as well. And they're both just going at it. And the whole family's going nuts and we're all screaming and trying to stop these dogs. And then... I just find myself between these two dogs and it just occurs to me, like, I just notice suddenly how freaking massive they are. They're just these huge balls of muscle and they're just built to kill and just tear things apart. And I'm just... And, I'm, and it occurs to me that maybe we just can't... Between the three of us, maybe we can't stop them. Like, maybe these two dogs just cannot be stopped right now. And... I look down and there's just blood all over my hands. And then I tune in to the dad and they're all screaming and I can just hear him say, hit his nose! And the dad's just whacking Boris in the face with this shoe. And so I come up the top over Boris and I punch him in the snout and that makes Boris let go for just a split second and I rip his head back and I slam his bloody face into the sand. I just hold him there. 
And Boris's girlfriend lets go at the same time and she's just sitting there with these puppy dog eyes, these sad eyes, blood dripping off her chin. And she just knows that she's been a bad, bad dog. And it's just totally unforgivable. And I'm just there with Boris and I'm thinking, Boris, what have you done? What have we done? What have I done? And before us lies the dead body of a little fluffy white dog. And then I look up. I'm looking for the little girl and I see her and she's just off to the side and she's playing with her little toys and she's alive and I just know that it could have been her and it would have been all my fault. That was Paul Ryan. Next week on Barefaced, another close call. And I found myself whacking her on the back, thinking she must be choking. Alison Bennett-Taylor had always longed for a girl, but it wasn't always smooth sailing. To check out Barefaced Stories live, our next event is on March 31st at the Rackabite in Perth. The theme of the night, winging it. Head to barefaced.com.au to get early bird tickets. (laughs) 